it's Chanel. Hey, hey, it's Chris. Welcome back to another episode of Same Same But Different. Woo woo. Welcome back. In true SSBD fashion, we're going to open up with how we are feeling. And today, Chanel, I am feeling really motivated and I am grateful. I'm grateful for things working. Oof. <laughs> that is, that's a whole chapter. I was going to say sentence, period, but that is a whole book, whole chapter. Oof. <laughs> yes. What about you? How are you feeling? Um, I'm feeling playful today. Uh, really, you know, I went tap dancing through my eyeshadow palette and just kept mixing colors till I felt like, you know, the ancestors whispered that it was enough. And so just feeling, <laughs> just feeling really playful and really energized, um, about what we're talking about and about just where we are. And so really playful today. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I love that. And it definitely shows in, in your fit and your makeup and your accessories. And I think it is like for me, you, your outfit right now, and even just your playfulness, it definitely embodies celebration for sure. Like you just scream vacation to me right now. I want to be sipping on a pina colada underneath <gasps> some palm trees with a cool breeze as I look at you with, uh, with your fit today. So today's conversation... You are manifesting. I love it. I'm here for that manifestation for sure. Today's conversation is about growth and celebration. So what do you got for us? You're feeling you're feeling playful. You're feeling jazzy, right? So what do you got for us around growth and celebration? I am. I think um, I'm really excited because we spend so much time talking about the ways that we're growing and that we've grown and that we mm. aspire to continue to grow. Check back with me in two weeks. Um, <laughs> but I... I've not been very good at the celebrating part. Uh, I just, I was raised and like to focus on the next thing. And I think part of it is, you know, like circumstances being more in like survival mode and like really being focused or other people, external deadlines and, and pressures, or, you know, when you put too much on your plate, there's not really space because it's on to the next project and the next thing. And you know what? I definitely have other people, but I, in this moment, want to acknowledge you and your awesomeness. Um, for the moments that you really, really hold me accountable to celebrating. And mm. it's, and I say this with all the love in the world. Sometimes it's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I just, oh, I, you know, it's funny because uh, obviously we've been friends for a while, but like doing the planning for this, this process, there have been these moments and, and I fully admit, we'll talk about this later, but I fully admit, especially when we were getting started, I think my nerves kicked in and then there were so many moving parts at the same time that I was a little prickly, especially through text message. And just for context, like we had to, I, I came to him with a come to Jesus one day and I was like, look, I'm probably not going to respond to your text messages because I'm feeling some type of way and I'm reading some things that aren't there. And so we figured out like other forms of communication, but again, we'll get into that later. Um, but he, you would ask me these questions and I would be like, <clears throat> why is he asking me that? Like, did you, did you share on social media that we're doing this project? And I was like, I mean, maybe it was on the to-do list. And I, well, all of that last part was in my head, you know, cause I'm in my feelings and just prickly and too much going on. And it's, you know, just not being my best self, but very real to that moment. Mm -hmm. And I think you felt my, 
I think you must have felt my brainwave or my like tone of silence through text message or whatever. And then you would like follow up with, well, because if you did, I want to celebrate. And I was like, wait, what? You know, because I'm all in arms about like, I'm going to get to it when I get to it. Or I finally did it, like get off my back. But that was never the tone or the energy that you, that's just not who you are, which is also how I know it was me. And I was like, that's not, that's not Soto. Like, back up, like calm down, check yourself. But there were so many consistent little reminders of like, hey, when we talked about this, you weren't quite ready or you were nervous about a thing. And if you did it, or I, I want to celebrate that. And I was like, celebrate? What is celebrate? Celebrate's not on the to-do list. What does that look like? I need an action item. Can we make tasks for that? Like, I don't know what that means. And that was never the point, but it just made me really realize how foreign celebration was for me. Like you celebrate a birthday, you celebrate graduation, you celebrate when people get married, you celebrate these things that other people have given you permission to celebrate, but like celebrate that you did this thing that was really hard for you because opening your social media from a private account to a public account felt like a really big mammoth task for you, but no one else would really know or acknowledge it. And the fact that you were like, I want to celebrate that. And I was like, it's, it's so like small and quiet, Hmm. but simultaneously loud as hell. (laughs) Like if that makes any sense, it was so gentle, but it was like in the whisper, just like echo. It does. No, it, it makes total sense. I, I love how when when you're able to um, put words to, to feelings, because I, I, for me that it connects to relatability. And I know that I have felt that way where something perceivably in and maybe even in reality is really small, but it is in, internally it is mammoth. Like it just is huge, you know, and I think that for me, that is where my intention around celebrating, especially the little things. Like I always say the little things were everything. You know, I come from uh, a career where my job was to, to celebrate. My job was to help other people celebrate. You know, I have um, a a BS in sports entertainment event management, and I went to Johnson and Wales university to get that in Charlotte. And my goal was to help other people's dreams come true, plan their dream event, their dream wedding, you know, and, and it was so much about helping other people celebrate. And after doing that for 12 plus years, one of the biggest lessons is, is that I'm so busy helping other people celebrate that I don't even know how to celebrate the things that I'm doing. Even, even just the little things that I think people would think is bizarre to celebrate. Like, I just worked a 12 hour day and I'm exhausted, but I'm still standing and I made myself dinner. You didn't have to like, you didn't even have to finish that statement. I like, did not get a degree, but have done lots of event planning and, uh, in various scales and, you know, and focus. And I think there's layers to it being a, a black woman, a woman, black woman in the South with Caribbean parents, you learn to put everybody else first and to celebrate. And I love celebrating other people. Like Mm. I'm the person that in the office would circulate the cards. I would come in early or stay late to like bamboozle someone's office or their space, which I really love to do, but don't you dare do it for me. Like, Mm. I don't know what to do. I'm uncomfortable. I don't even like to the point where sometimes it's really, I am learning with a strong emphasis on the ing how to even just accept compliments like without qualifying it without giving background information without context you know like learning 
And this is so uncomfortable, which is crazy because I'm fighting so actively, so hard to do the growth, to, to do the things that would be worthy of celebration that like, but it's so uncomfortable. I don't, I don't. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I just, I love that you speak to the irony, especially culturally, right? Because I think a lot of people would look at Caribbean cultures and they would automatically assume celebration for us you know when you think about how even from a global perspective right how um the caribbean most of what you see right i mean it's a tie to vacation right you know it's the liveliness right i think about like carnival you know and everything mm. we do especially around celebration and, and heritage and culture is usually like a big deal and from an individual and, and while it's really great to celebrate with others that doesn't always transcend to our own individual celebration. And that that's where growth comes into the conversation for me. Having to realize that there is a little bit of hypocrisy in my own relationship with celebration. I'm okay with helping other people celebrate. I'm okay with acknowledging. I, I love complimenting people. I love putting out positive, good energy. And that's, it's very authentic to, you know, for me. Um, and if it's not, I won't, you know, so it, it's, <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just won't, you know. Um, and I, but I do get excited about things. I mean, there's moments where when I see you in your makeup, like that's exciting for me. You know, I, I don't fully understand what the kind of work that that took, um, but it's visually pleasing, and I think it's something to celebrate. And some people might think like, oh, it's just makeup, but this is where I come and like the little things are absolutely everything. Right. And it, I can't help but think about the young people in my life as I, as they help me grow. You know, just by being them and being in connection with them, I get so many growth moments. And when I think of my niece, my nieces and my nephews, and when I'm experiencing them, you know, two of my nephews I see twice a week and I take them after school. Uh, we go to the park or we go to this place called Pins Mechanical, and it's all centered around play. And and there's so much when I look at them and I reflect, I'm like, this is this is them celebrating their youth, their childhood. It's organic. They don't even realize they're doing it, right? And even when they get hurt or or an upset happens, you know, it's it's not much time. Much time doesn't pass where they're sitting in that before they're back out playing again, and just celebrating life. You know, I think in such a in such a great way. So when I look at them, I get these opportunities to grow in and how I celebrate myself. And it's usually a big focus on something little. And, you know, on social media, I have seen um, people talk about presence, like it's a gift, that's why they call it present. You know, and and so much of that, you know, it, it, even as I talk about my, my nephews and, and playing and being with them, when you play, you're focused on the moment, you're present. Right. You know, even though you might be also aware of the end goal, right, to win something. Right. Um, most of the time, you know, I think that's one of the things I love about children is that, I, you know, their ability just to hyper focus and be present in having fun. Yeah. You know, and, and there there is this organic commitment to that, you know. And so if one of the big things that I'm able to do with my nephews, but even in this process of starting this podcast, right? And and in hearing myself, like I'm constantly telling other people, celebrate your wins, celebrate your wins. And and how much uh, is it going to take for me to repeat or give people the advice before I start listening it to for myself and start applying it for myself? Like, 
again, going back to hypocrisy, right? So much of my life has been like, I have great advice, but I'm not taking my own advice, you know? Yeah. And so one of my friends, um, you know, Megan, she hears me constantly say that. I'm like, I need to take my own advice <laughs> like that. Like I need that, you know? And so as I, as I practice that, you know, some of it does look like inviting you into it because it's a reinforcing, you know, of, of me practicing it. Right. And I always, for me, because I'm Latino celebration just makes sense that it's in connection to others, which is why I want to invite other people into it. You know, I'm learning to be okay with having a celebration, a party of one, uh, within myself and, and as awkward as that is sometimes, you know, I, it, it it's it, it does fuel i just one. see you outside in your lawn like having a whole party like a, a power like a do, oh my god do you remember that scene from the proposal where sandra bullock was like in the woods and she was supposed to be doing the meditation and she ends up singing to the window <laughs> to the walls yes that is such a great that's such a great scene. You know, I heard this yeah. phrase years ago and it blew my mind. You know, um, this woman was a part of this program and she says, we are human doings before we are human beings. Uh... And that just rang so true for my life because especially throughout college and even after college, I, you could ask anyone that, that has known me throughout that part of my life. I was always so busy. Because there's two sides to celebration. And most of the time we end up celebrating the things that don't work, right? We end up celebrating being a human doing over a human being. We mm. end up celebrating, you know, the, I got to keep working. I can't, I can't stop and bask in this now. We even, we even call it something that it's not, oh, that's egotistical. That's arrogant. If I celebrate myself, selfish, self-focused, self-centered, all those things that keep us from self-empowerment, from self-acknowledging our, our little wins. And so it's, it's this idea of we, just because of negative context, we don't always look at things and like celebrate that we have the tools to do it, right? Um, it's literally how we are socialized around um, just, just embracing negativity as a default first. And, and why would we ever want to celebrate? Celebration will never make sense. Uh, it, you know, when we are wrapped up in that negative mindset and, and for me, that's where the growth had to happen. I had to realize even in the, in the, the solitude of within myself, that I was being negative towards me and what I was up to in life. And so therefore I never wanted to celebrate it. And to your early point, earlier point, it was hard for me to receive other people's acknowledgement and celebration for things that I was up to. Yeah. I think to that point, it's, it was an interesting perspective and I don't remember the context around it, but this was year. God, I really wish I remembered the story behind this, but it just, the important part that stuck out was I am really good at practicing giving, but I'm robbing everyone else of the practice to give when I don't receive. So mm. not only am I under, developed in the receiving, I am robbing other people of the opportunity to give, which is something that I value so highly, obviously, because I do it, but I'm only in that role. And then the irony though, and this is moments I have to call myself out on this. Like I remember a relationship that I had when I was younger, I would get frustrated because I was always the one planning. But the crazy part is because I planned, I got better at planning. And so therefore the other person not planning 
the the contrast between the two was greater but i only got better at planning because i was practicing mm -hmm. and so when you take that step back how does that balance out what does that look like what does that mean you know like and thinking about the role and especially in the context of a friend any type of relationship like how do you actually get the goal get to the goal that you want yeah that's that's i i love this perspective because it does take some some reflection and introspection and even like goal setting right and and then being able to manage some task around that goal and so i think that in hearing you start this conversation around um our connection and, and creating this podcast and and the little celebrations i would love to know how what's your relationship with celebration now and how do you find yourself even within you just you celebrating little things or maybe even acknowledging things that you've always done in celebration of yourself that you didn't maybe always see as a celebration can you can you <laughs> for those who are not who are listening and not watching this chanel you know this goes back to the loud facial expressions uh one day chanel is going to set, be able to celebrate how i ask her questions and her <laughs> Beautiful ability to tap into that mind on the spot and come up with this very articulate and in-depth answer that she always tends to give. <laughs> so. uh, okay, good Lord. Yes, I'm going to reframe this as a celebration. Yes, that is exactly what's happening. Me and my loud, loud faces. Um, I mean, it's a process, right? Mm. It is a process. I think one of the things that I am learning even from this podcast and it's crazy because we spent months and months and months talking about planning outlining i am consistently surprised by all of the things with all of our with our brilliant minds and the, and the research like i feel like youtube and google have been our best friends in trying to figure out how to do this is all of the things that i'm still surprised by and um i think one of the biggest things is like finally talking about this podcast because for a while we just kind of kept it between us and we we're like is this a real thing uh finally talking about it and and sharing that with other people just the level of support and celebration that i got from them because it felt honestly i think one of the best ways and one of the most powerful ways especially in the in the context of this podcast is or the timing of the of us starting this podcast is bringing other people into this process with me mm. um i'm definitely doing small celebrations for myself and and that usually means like it's really small and honestly it's just being present in the in the oh i did that right like just giving myself a moment to like oh you know just kind of like sit in it for a little bit um but i feel like the big celebrations is like calling a friend and be like mm, i did a thing or you know even calling my mom <laughs> my poor mom <laughs> she has all my stories i'm like i did this thing and she's like no that's a really big deal like and and I'm getting I need to get better at this because I downplay it. and I'm like I know this isn't a big deal but it feels really good and I I think the the next level of this for me is to not put the disclaimer on the front this mm. thing that I did is really good it feels really good and it is a stepping stone it is a building block it is something powerful the fact that I can see it it's the fact that I can acknowledge it because that's a whole thing like in and even a celebration in that like I often would surrender my acknowledgement of growth to someone else. Oh, can you give an example of that? So, yeah. So, um, 
there have been a couple periods in this like in this period of like trying to figure out new job and and you know figuring out what's next and and being self-employed and all these things there have been other periods that have been really serious similar in this process and i can acknowledge that the first or second time i did it i was a hot mess i was an emotional wreck everything like was so hard everything felt like it was the thing that was going to break me or crumble or just whatever and now it's like that five years ago would have been a week of in the wallows that would have been you know I need to talk to 12 people. I need to journal. I need to like spin around 12 times to figure this out. And now it's like, but we've been there. Okay. And what's next? And so just, you know, I think the biggest thing right now is like acknowledging the shorter, like processing or reaction time to things. And I cannot tell you how good that feels, but it's also like harder because that's not a thing that we celebrate. Like that it publicly acknowledged, like, that like my reaction time is better. It's like, did you do it or did you not? But to say that there's progress on the journey, like that is worth, you know, the little progress bar on the bottom of like surveys and stuff like that. I'm, I'm moving. It's, mm-hmm. it's always been zero or hundred, but now I'm like, Ooh, 63%. Yes. <laughs> 72. We're moving. And sometimes it's like, we're holding <laughs> and we're not going backwards and that's okay too. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so feeling really good about that. I think, um, I think I've always celebrated, but I don't know that I, by myself, but I don't know that I did it in healthy ways. So mm. in the past I would, oh, I did a really hard thing at work. So I'm going to reward myself by eating out today. Oh, it was a good day. It requires Thai food. Ooh, that was a hard day. I need some carbs. I need a Cinnabon because kind of love a cinnamon roll, you know, like, and so I would eat right or i would i'm a crafter oh and and i would like disguise it as productivity so like oh this was a hard day let me go one <laughs> just so dangerous let me go wander through the yarn aisle at ac moore or michael's god i miss ac moore but like michael's or joanne's or wherever let me let me go you know and i would disguise it as it's a project or it's on sale so i could do that and so i would shop or you know and and you know i would not even necessarily clothes shop, which God, I love shoes, but like I would disguise it as productivity of, oh, I had a hard thing or I feel this thing. If this is a new chapter, let me go get a new journal or new pens. Like, and I don't get me wrong. I love a journal and a pen, but like, I want to get the journal and the pen just because I love it. And that's what it is. But let's not pretend that it's, you know, in celebration of a thing. Like, it wasn't it was me masking me having displaced feelings and not knowing how to like manifest that or how to really live into that and so trying to switch that to healthier things so okay i had a really great day let's go get a massage let's go get a float let's do health healthful things let's do a meditation let's journal now let's connect with these feelings what does that look like or (laughs) sometimes this is when you get random messages from me and i'm like what you doing you want to go frolic in a park (laughs) you want to go for a walk (laughs) like completely unscheduled and you're just like this is this is what I'm learning to do is like how to switch it into something that's meaningful not attaching it to money or material goods but like can we go kiki somewhere (laughs) I I I love I love everything about your response and the part that I really want to focus on is because this relates to me like it's on loudspeaker as I develop growth around celebration and what that really looks like for me, the justification 
when I, when I am, I, I think it goes back to what I was talking about earlier, like some of the negative sides yeah. of just of celebration or how we've tricked ourselves to, to celebrate. And then we use like, oh, I accomplished this. So I'm going to justify this unhealthy thing for me. And I'm going to allow myself to have that, you know, right. when, when in reality, I've had that six days this week. Right. <laughs> you know, and, and I asked you about that. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. You know, and I, and it's and it's I know that this thing is unhealthy for me. I know this doesn't actually work. You know, and for me in the younger years in college, it was just like, oh, class was hard, or like, oh, I went to class and I I worked two jobs and I'm exhausted. And so, hear me, I went worked. You went to class, worked two jobs. I'm exhausted, so I'm going to hit my friends up and go out for drinks. The contradictory of it alone, right? Uh, you know, and so it's like, yeah, these things that I'll justify, I need a drink. I'm going to reward myself with all of that. And so I love that you bring that up because that's been a big part of my growth and celebration journey in a way that I never, ever, ever thought it would have as far as acknowledging how I justify allowing myself to have the things that I know do not really work for me Yeah, in context uh, to celebration. And I wonder if that is the crux, you know, of not authentically expressing the little things in a regular way. It just makes me think about annual holidays, right? And when we look at annual holidays, it's like we wait one, we wait to this one time of year and then we go all out, sometimes to the detriment of our bank accounts or our love tank or energy tank. But like, you what know? does it mean to be present? And I think if you can sit in the authenticity of the moment and the, the time of it, like that sometimes the celebration, which for me, good Lord, is a nap. Like yeah. that I did a thing, like, what do I need right now? Not in my head, not in habit, but in my body, in the present. I need a smoothie. I need water. And that is a celebration. Like, and, and honestly, even just acknowledging what my body needs is a celebration in and of itself. Cause that's the thing that I learned to ignore so much for so long. And I like, <laughs> no one judged me, but like found that like when I was in the office, especially when I was in the office and people around me and I had a deadline, I would laser focus and completely override all of like my personal needs to the point where I was like, I'm going to go pee. And then I was like, but after I finish this email or this one point, and then it would be an hour later. And I'm like, why, why are you holding your pee? Mm. Like the bathroom's literally three feet. It's around the corner. It's going to take you two minutes, this entire process. But I delayed it for an hour. Like, what does that set? Like when we talk about like the small things, I hate that that's a thing, but like just acknowledging my, can I take a bio break? I need, I need some more water and I need to pee like that. And doing that in real time honestly feels like a celebration for me. And I know that seems so small, but it, I got really good at ignoring that. Oh, I, I, that is a hundred percent relatable. Uh, the other thing that I'm learning in this is what does it mean to celebrate together? So I like one, the fact that you want to celebrate, you know, my accomplishments around social media and overcoming, you know, nervousness or unpacking these things, but what does it mean to celebrate together? So I think we praise to your point around commercialism. We praise graduations. We praise birthdays to an extent. Um, we praise weddings and maybe housewarming. And then you're just supposed to die and be silent the rest of the time. You know, like 
what does a group celebration look like? And can you make up your own things? Or um, I actually recently saw, which I loved, 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 and <laughs> don't be surprised if you see it. Um, but uh, someone had a celebration around starting a new business. And so it's kind of like a, like a housewarming for a business. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, clearly we understand that that is a hard thing to do. There are grants to start businesses. There's all of these supports, but like, do we celebrate that? Do, like how many of your friends even know what you actually do? let alone celebrate it. Right. And so how do you bring other people into the celebration? I think I held this podcast because we were planning in secret for so long, so close to the best for a very long time that sharing it with the world and putting out social media and talking to friends about it, I was really grateful, but almost overwhelmed with the response. And then also, also some of the lackluster response because you you were a great again like a great catalyst i mean like go talk to them about this and i was like no i don't want to it's it's our secret it's our baby but um you know a lot of them were like this is so great this is wonderful but then a lot of people were like okay this this actually just sounds like you <laughs> like okay so it's not a podcast but this feels like conversations we have all the time it feels and so it felt like this huge big thing to me but for so many of my friends it was like oh but this is just who you are it's an extension of who you are and it's like okay we celebrate that this is a new platform it's an elevated thing but it's not so foreign and so even in that acknowledging it that celebration it kind of took some of the sting off of you know oh my god what what if they don't support me they're like you've been doing this for years yeah that that's a great example of celebration, the things that we get to celebrate, and just going back to the idea of acknowledgement, most of the time it's things that are already within us or or versions of how and who we're being that are consistent with how people see us. That's where growth and celebration could begin. It's, you know, I think if I, if I, you know, in hearing what you said, just the invitation to the listeners, it's like, can you just reflect on who and how you're being consistently and start to begin growth and celebration around that because yeah. you may you may just not even so realize we especially when you're first starting out around shifting your perspective with growth and gener- and celebration you have to make excuses to celebrate you have to find reasons you have to use your tools to celebrate you know you have to be intentional with your celebration yeah. and not make it mean that that is a setup or it's arrogant or it's foolish, whatever we may make it mean, you know, um, you know, it's, it's like, I, sometimes I find myself like, I'm going to do this so then I can celebrate it. I'm going to do X. So then I can intentionally practice celebrating it. And something. You, um, when and how, like we've talked a lot about what I do, but when and how do you invite other people into your celebration? I think it's an interesting perspective. I'm a, I was raised as an only child. Um, but you come from a big old family and I know we've talked about you doing more individual celebration, but when and how do you involve others? Yeah, that is, it's a great question. And it's so layered for me because I have to realize, or I've over time, I've realized when it comes to celebration, not everybody is in the place to celebrate the things that I'm celebrating. And I've also had to learn that I'm not always in a a space to invite other people to celebrate the things that I want to celebrate because maybe I don't actually feel like I should be celebrating them thing, that thing, Mm -hmm. um, just from a a disempowering context, right. Uh, within myself. 
That's you know, true. and so leaning to you to celebrate that because you understand the experience. I'm not going to, in my life right now, I'm not going to ask someone to celebrate something with me that, that they're just not going to understand, that they're not so, going to appreciate. So I definitely appreciate that. And I think when you know, you know, but how do you know? And, and more specifically around that is when how and when do you know that someone's not in a place to celebrate or receive that versus the chance that inviting them into that could be an invitation, like a proper invitation to try something new, to have a different understanding, to have a different level of conversation? Great question. It's, it's an ebb and flow. Uh, sometimes it is as specific as inviting them in saying like, I want to celebrate something around the podcast or around my life. Are you in a space to, to receive that? I think the biggest thing versus like when to know or how to know, the biggest lesson I have is not being attached to them getting excited as I am about it, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and in that it's been learning when to know when this celebration is just for me and not the, not to share it with everyone else. Like this is, I just want to have this for myself and that's okay. Especially be, coming from a big family and being smack dab in the middle of that family, you know, as far as like the placement and, and the birth order, I, I'm always sharing everything, you know, and I have had to learn like, this is something that you can just have for yourself, which has been very interesting to keep that because I'm so used to sharing you know, and it, it's not attached to whether people understand it or get it or want to celebrate it. It's just like, can I have this for myself? Is that, is that okay? You know, and not to say that I won't ever share it with people. It just right now, I just want to bask in that. And then also giving people the chance to, to, to surprise me, right? Again, without attachment to them being as excited as I am about yeah. it. It's so funny. I like, Again, there's so many things that are similar about us that like the things that are so wildly different really surprise me. But I'm it is like completely the opposite for me. Like growing up, raised as an only child with it mostly being just me and my mom. I, like it was me. And then I told my mama, <laughs> you know, like that was the celebration. So this like sharing and like and, and maybe because like the next level isn't this nuclear family. It's like the chosen family. And so that, you know, has its like ebbs and flows with it. Like it is, it is a learning practice for me to share outwardly, um, mm -hmm. you know, and it's, and it's an interesting thing. And I will say the other part of this, like, especially with friends, I will often talk about the challenges that I have or problems and really good at like overanalyzing a, a good problem, but closing the loop, closing the circle, the, the completing the circuit on that is like, I brought you into my problem. Let me bring you into the solution. And I have to remember that part because I'm so used to like moving to the next thing and just like, let's move on and let's go that I have to actively practice and honor for me, like reframing honor the time and commitment that someone put into helping me or listen to me then or problem solve with me or going through that to then bring them in, in, in the support process. But it is, it's wild that you're like learning to celebrate by yourself. And I'm like, Oh, talk to other people, bring them in on the celebration. Like, well, maybe we just meet in the middle. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, I think this is a good thing to celebrate in this moment, right? Is celebrating, you know, having people in your lives that that are different from you and have different walk of life experiences. So then you get a perspective shift. You get an opportunity to understand something different and you find a flow within your life and your way of being that actually works. That's what I get from, I think I can say that to you in the context of just other conversations we've had is that I'm grateful that the universe is granting me access to people in my life who, who are only children. Cause that's just giving me a whole different perspective, you know, and while I'm in this phase, you know, uh, at 36, trying to identify what, what friendships looks like, um, from a space of, of, of void in my life, especially around other men. I don't have male friendships. Um, um, there's, there's just always lessons. And I think that that is a celebration of itself. And I would, I think overall us doing this podcast is a form of celebrating our lives, all that we've got to experience, that we've been through, and the lessons that we've learned, and we want to share that with other people. So to you, my only child friend, I say thank you for embarking on this podcast journey with me and for choosing to every single day, right? Like not every day, but every time we record, you choose to open yourself up and share aspects of your life, you know, that with, with the world. I mean, this is a global platform, you know, and I think, right. And I think that is something, that's something to celebrate because regardless if we come uh, from big families or we're the only child, there's a certain level of vulnerability. And with that courage that, uh, that comes to put ourselves out there in the way that we do. And that is, that's worth celebrating, you know, in the same way that getting up in the morning and doing your everyday tasks, like, showering, brushing your teeth. Like there's been moments in my life where depression has not allowed me to do those things. My perspective around whatever I was dealing with didn't allow me to do those things. And I find joy in, in celebrating. Like I washed my ass today. As as crazy as that may sound, you know, for some people, you know, it is, it, it's it's just, it's just a it's a it, for people who get it and who've experienced depression, you know they I think they could appreciate celebrating that that little thing and much like you just like laughing at it because it's funny. Well, I was about to follow up with you washed your ass, but did you wash your legs? Um... Oh, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> Whole different conversation. Um, I'm assuming all things were washed. I appreciate that about you. Um... <laughs> Is there, I think we talk about celebration at the end of a thing, but like, is there pre-celebration? Is there anticipatory celebration? And can celebration be used as motivation? Like, does does, does it have to be at the end of a thing? I, I, I love that. I love that question. And I think we both know that it. the answer is no, right? I think that, you know, much like that giving the, using presents, right, as a gift, like, you get to celebrate as as much as you are present throughout the thing, whatever the thing is. And I think you bringing this up give, re, makes me reflect on, uh, again, just calling in my friend Megan, you know, as I find myself conversating with her about uh, going on these friendship dates with the intention to make friends, I... I sat with myself and I said, what, what's, what are my goals? What are my intentions around meeting these, these people, right? I wanted to challenge myself to do something out of my comfort zone. I wanted to in, embrace 
difference in a way that provides lessons and uh, introspection moments to learn about myself at, with the end goal of hoping to make a deep connection with, with somebody that uh, is of the same gender and um, sexuality uh, as, as me without having that turn to be attached to it becoming romantic. Uh, mm-hmm. And with my friend Megan, as she as she's asking me these beautiful questions about the whole scenario, I'm reminded to celebrate like I'm getting out of what I set out of this already. Like there's been moments that I've had to reflect and realize that I'm, I'm it's happening, which is really great. And that's something to pause and celebrate. But I can only do that because of reflection and and because of sharing. Right. Like sometimes, yes, you can sit by yourself and think and you get reflection there. But sometimes that that, that comes from just sharing with people, you know, to our earlier point about, you know, being an only child versus, you know, um, coming from a big family and and what it looks like to share and invite people into that. You know, I, I do my best to actively experience myself as experience because I know that. I'm not experiencing myself the same way you are in this moment or the same yeah. way listeners are, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily have to. Right. Um, uh, and I certainly don't always get to experience myself. I think of this as like, um, one of the possibilities from reality TV, right. Once, once this episode is created and it's out in the world, like you are watching yourself, right. Same thing on this, on the podcast, like when we're after editing and when I'm watching the, the podcast all over again, I'm like, I'm experiencing myself from the viewer perception, yeah. you know, and, and while we tend to be like 30% more critical than other people are, are of us, right? I, oh, yeah. It's like, it's like in the thirties. Yeah. It's like 30 something, like we are 30 times more, um, more critical of ourselves. Um, you know, fact check that someone look that up, but that's something I've overheard <laughs> Inside checking myself. So thank you for the, the, the question around that. Um, but yeah, I just, it's, it's all of it. One one thousand percent. You get to celebrate at any moment if you say so. What what questions might you have for our listeners that can help them begin their celebration and growth journey? So the question that I'm actually chewing on right now, so I and I don't I don't have an answer, haven't thought through it, but like as you were talking, I was like, ooh, kind of inspired by it. Is like, is excitement and celebration the same thing can they be the same thing and sitting with that like so kind of you know i think we think of excitement in advance and celebration in at the end but can they be the same thing can they meet in the middle can they be interchangeable and so playing with that but um i think broader than that and and it's always for me baby steps but um what are the tiny things that you can celebrate and what are the healthy ways that you can celebrate that um Mm. So whatever that looks like for you, whatever that means, um, but what little things can you do? And, and also as an invitation, uh, which I think you said so eloquently before, like, can you do that and not be attached to anyone else celebrating the way that you think they should celebrate with you? It doesn't take away from your experience or what's real and true to you, but they may not be in the same place to receive or celebrate or do it the way or the timing that you would like for them to and can you do can you share without you know being attached to that yeah you know so that question just brings up embracing delayed gratification 
and knowing how it, the, a big part of our culture now is instant gratification. And there is, um, there is another gentleman that I'm talking to from the friend perspective. And he had, he said that about himself. He's like, I definitely am a delayed gratification person. And mm -hmm. I was like, that's awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Like you, you embrace delayed gratification. Like you intentionally set out for delay. And I'm like, oh, okay. I obviously I needed to hear that. That that doesn't, you know, not appealing to me. Right. But so what that makes me think of anticipation, right? Anticipate anticipation could be rooted in fear. It could be rooted in excitement, right? Um, you know, it could be rooted in delayed gratification, that desire for, for our instant gratification, not delayed gratification. You know, and so like, what does it look like to sit with all of it, whether and, and celebrate all of it, right? Like I, I'm feeling, I'm feeling and I'm focused on this thing that I'm, that I'm wanting, right? Whether I'm fearful that I might not get it or I'm fearful that I might not be enough for it or I'm fearful that it may not happen, you know, again, not get it, but not happen. What does it look like to sit and say, I'm feeling, I'm feeling around this thing, you know, and, and I want to celebrate that from a space of presence to get present and give yourself the gift presence around X, Y, Z. I think my therapist would hug you right now. <laughs> She's like, you have to feel it. You can't fast track it. That's not her voice at all. That's the voice in my head. It's not her voice, but like, you have to feel it. You can't, you can't outthink this. You can't. And I was like, why not? <laughs> yeah. I can make a chart for this. <laughs> right. All right. No, you just have to feel it and you have to celebrate that and sit in it. And I do uh, want just the perception in the middle. But yeah, no, I think that's I think that's beautiful. And like I promise you, feeling is a whole celebration for me right now. Mm. And and I will also say in that same regard, like celebration doesn't have to feel good. And Ooh. I think I think that's the thing that we like missed and I can't believe it because I'm like, oh. but like celebrating a thing doesn't have to doesn't have to feel good and I and I for anyone that's like struggling with that two things can be true at the same time right like I celebrate my growth and I acknowledge my power I acknowledge trying a new thing I acknowledge I I celebrate leaning into a space I've never been into before using my voice having a voice thinking about something like you can celebrate all these things and it still be a really hard moment and it still mean the loss of a friendship the loss of status the loss of whatever and, and some of that may be perceived again, because you can lose a friend, but you also have an opportunity to start something new or lose a job and it's an opportunity to start something new. So there's so many complexities to it. And I don't want to oversimplify that, but I, I say this to say like celebration isn't always this positive social media moment. You can celebrate privately. You can celebrate that you're crying for the first time or crying about a thing that you've never cried about or celebrate that you are making space for something that's really hard you know it doesn't always have to feel good but it's still a celebration yeah I, that that is a beautiful invitation and perspective and i think about so much of that and and things that we end up celebrating right that don't always feel good like celebration of life when someone passes right uh and so for me and i'm realizing this now in this conversation is that celebration is tied to honoring and honoring doesn't have to be this big 
positive thing always in the way that we think of celebration typically is. And so I'm going to sit with, with what, with honoring and what does it look like to remove some of the attachment that, the, you know, when we look at celebration, right? Cause I, again, culturally, I would say like celebration really usually includes lots of people, lots of food, decorations, music, like all those things, maybe even drinks. Right. And so it doesn't necessarily have to be so boxed in, but what does it look like in its simplest form? What does it look like to honor? myself for xyz them to your point about like using my friend as an example and like honoring him for speaking up yeah you know and i think that that is yeah honor Hmm. i think that would be my question you know uh is what is it as you our listeners discover growth around celebration how do you start pulling in an honoring that may not be attached to the the narrative that we may have around celebration. Can it be yeah. simple? Yeah. Again, you know, on the heels of redefining success, redefining success. Yeah. Celebration. Yeah. Absolutely. Why do I feel like we're ending with more things for me to chew on than we started? This is not how this is supposed to go. <laughs> Says who? <laughs> clearly not I. Clearly not. Clearly not I today. So, I love anyway, it. Um, Thank you guys for joining us for another episode. I hope you get as much out of this as we did because we really got some more thinking to do. When you see a part two on this, you know why. Thank um, y'all. Ciao. Thank you for joining us for this episode. It is a privilege to share our experiences and reflections with you. Our goal isn't to have you just agree with us. Our hope is that you'll be inspired to look within and consider some of the same questions and perspectives for yourself. We invite you to continue to curate a brave space for yourself, exploring and embracing your growth and celebrating your power, ownership, peace, and joy. Let's continue the conversation on Instagram and Facebook at ssbd.thepodcast. We look forward to connecting with you. Follow and share the podcast on all major platforms. And if you haven't already, please rate and review the podcast as that helps us grow.